Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Special guests on the program today, Vicki McGee, co-author of Praying and Praising Across Texas. Love talking today about healing a wounded heart. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Thank you, Mike. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we are so thrilled to be here in the studio of KTXW with my good friend, Kathy Enderbrock. It's great to be here with you today, Evelyn. Well, I am Evelyn Davison, and just talking about, we are in our, moving into our 31st year of doing Love Talk in Austin. And, you know, in those days, it was just a small station, uh, and now we're worldwide. Kathy, it, it just I love, blows my mind. That's so true. I love getting emails uh, from individuals who are listening all over the world and, you know, just giving us feedback that they enjoyed the program or have a question to ask us. And it's it's kind of a neat thing that that we can do little things here in this studio, just having a lot of fun together know. and know that God uses it for good Well, things. it's been a fun week. <laughs> It's been a really exciting week. It started so great on Monday as we got ready for Inauguration Day and the beginning of praying and praising across Texas with a new book. And then uh, Tuesday, how how you were at the Inauguration, I want to know how it is that the Lord just cheered your heart 
Oh, my goodness. I, you know, just even from the get-go, I, I love the fact that in this country we open, we open events with prayer. It just, that is, is so uh, encouraging. And, boy, they opened it with a wonderful prayer. And then both of the lieutenant governor and the governor got up, and I would, within the first 30 seconds of their speech had quoted scripture and talking about servant leadership and the amazing things that, that God does. And uh, we have Dan Patrick talking about servant leadership. We had Governor Abbott uh, talking about um, God of grace and, mm-hmm. and how so much has happened in his life uh, because of God's grace that it enabled him to go uh, 30 years ago from uh, in a hospital bed with a broken back, unable to ever walk again, to now 30 years later being governor of the great state of Texas. And, you know, we are... This, we are sending this program out from the great state of Texas, uh-huh. and we love however, what, whatever this state can do for our union, for the United States of America, we are proud to, to be a part of that into um, talking about the Lord and sharing all the exciting things that he continues to do in this great nation. Well, we feel like we're just really in a good position in Texas. Uh, this, the strategy here is that we're going to... And, and Greg Abbott's really laid it out well. He, his word was more, M-O-R-E. Now, Dan Patrick's was, it's a new day in Texas, and we heard that a lot. But uh, one of the things that Governor Greg said was, that just really touched my heart was, we're going to make what's good, we're going to make more of what's good in Texas. And that is so true for him because that's what he's done. He has a tremendous history of saving Texas from a lot of different things and protecting our Ten Commandments. We have two statues of the Ten Commandments on the Capitol grounds, mm-hmm. and all the other states, all of the capitals lost theirs. But he, he argued that, that um, against the removal of that before the Supreme Court. Yes, well, that's one of the things I love about Governor Abbott is he will not be bullied. And he will stand for right. And I think, you know, so many times with this administration, you know, we feel as though we're getting bullied, that we're having things shoved down our throat that we don't want, that the American people have voted against, Uh and yet it gets done and passed anyway. And um, I love that we have leaders who will stand up and say, "Uh uh-uh, no, we will not be bullied. We will not be pushed around. We will do what is right in this state. You know, one of the things that was just so special that that always happens is they pass the Bible back and forth. And Governor Rick Perry wrote his scripture into the Bible for Mm -hmm. Greg Abbott, and Greg Abbott will do that later. And that is so encouraging to us who believe in God's word and believe that it is the foundation for the beliefs that we have and the lives that we have and the things. And so the first day that we started with the new book, Praying and Praise Across Texas, was to pray for wisdom for them. And that's then the right. second day was to pray for protection. And the second day, that's today. So if you have your, um, oh, no, that's right. That was Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday yes. was day two. So um, that's well, right. Well, it is exciting when we think about it, when we have an opportunity to uh, record 
what God speaks to our hearts as we pray and ask him to speak to the hearts of our leaders. And one of the things that, that really was uh, fun with Dan Patrick, he made his selfie pictures, you know, he is so <laughs> yeah. sanguine, choleric. But we do need to pray for Dan because that's one of the things that on Tuesday the scripture said was that your words you know, watch your words. And so uh, we've got a great time ahead of us. We've got some really hard battles we're going to have to fight with the legislature. Mm-hmm. We know that even uh, as we have Sanctity of Life Sunday coming up, that the the rally, uh, there will be the pro-life rally on the steps on the south and then the, then the pro-abortion uh, people on the north steps. And those are and that's just one of the things that's going to be happening at the Capitol. Later in the month, there's going to be a CAIR rally, which is our Arab Islamic friends. And uh, they, their rally is to be, um, invo- they are to be involved in government in securing uh, the law that they live by. And mm-hmm. that's diametrically opposed to what uh, we live by in the United States of America. So these are some of the things we're looking at, and that's why praying is so important. That's why we made, uh, you know, we put all of it together, and we have ten authors, and you're one of those, and we have another one of those authors with us today. We do, and, you know, this is one of the things I love about this book, Praying and Praising Across Texas, is one of the things that it, it really emphasizes is to pray some of the, the, the events, some of the headlines. Yes. And when we talk about these different events happening at the Capitol, it's not just to make individuals aware so that they have more knowledge. We all yeah. have plenty of knowledge, but so that we can pray over those things and seek the Lord in those. And we do have um, a fantastic author who's with us today. And today's focus for our program is God's passion for healing broken hearts. Wounded and broken hearts. That is right. And I think um, all of us have gone through, I think, difficult times. If you haven't, you will. That's kind of the one of the promises of this life is that there will be difficulty um, mm-hmm. in this world, but our God is greater, um, and He will be with us, and He will not forsake us through any difficulty, through any uh, suffering or wounding that we have. And our guest today is going to talk with us a bit about this. <clears throat> Has a lot of amazing things to say. We have with us in the studio Vicki McGee, who is a master communicator and Bible teacher. She and her husband Jim are retired from campus. Crusade, where they served more than 29 29 years. years. Amazing. She has a huge heart for prayer, Evelyn, and she has served with the Capital Texas Task Force for National Day of Prayer for over 25 years, been married for more than 45 years. I don't, I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, how can this possibly be? She looks too young (laughs) for these numbers. Mother of two and grandmother of four, one of whom resides in heaven. Vicki, thank you so much for being with us in the studio today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a delight to, I'm delighted to be here and it's a joy to just listen to the you two as you've already shared exciting things that we have going on in Texas. And so I'm grateful to be here and grateful to be a part of the book. Evelyn was so sweet to ask me to write a chapter. Well, now, I, you were, I believe, the first author mm-hmm. she thought of when she was wanting to put together this book. You were on the top of the list. And reading your chapter, I can see why. Yes. Well, and it, it, it is an exciting thing, uh, Vicki, that... Uh, Exciting life that you and Jim have had. You've spent all these years helping me. When I'm in trouble, I call Jim McGee <laughs> or Vicki McGee. Uh, but it, 
through the years, it has been our, oh, such a great pleasure to work with you and Jim with National Day of Prayer. And um, we just want to say that publicly to you today. Well, Evelyn, it's been an honor to be a part and to just watch your enthusiasm and your never-ending energy. <laughs> and, you know, Jim and I both have talked about, oh, my gosh, we hope that when we're uh, older, yes. that we will be able to continue to be involved and in, in as active in doing things for the Lord as you and Van have done. It's well, thank you for saying that. It, um, I amaze myself sometimes <laughs> that I'm able to stretch it as far as I do. But that's one of the things that uh, one of the gifts that God's given me is optimism. I just. Uh, I have very few days where I am really down or discouraged. And things happen that we just break our hearts. You can't help that. It just, you know, you just, it's just part of life, as you said, uh, Kathy. And, you know, a broken heart or a wounded heart uh, can really deter us from doing what God wants us to do. And so often we just really have to work through things in our life to get back to that point where he puts all the pieces back together. Because, you know, our life is kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, It's just a lot of different pieces. And we look at it, and we see it one way, and God looks at it and sees it another way. But the important thing is, is when... The pieces get broken. Yes. Or, you know, when you feel like one of those pieces gets taken away and you have a big hole Mm -hmm. where that piece is supposed to go, I think that's the only person who can go and and comfort that space and to fill that space is God alone. That is so true. We're going to be talking about filling that hole with God's mercy and God's grace and God's goodness and God's joy right after this as we take our break. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. And welcome back. This is Kathy and Rock with Love Talk on KTXW 1120 AM, The Bridge. And we are so glad to be with you today. Our topic for today's program is God's passion for healing wounded and broken hearts. And we have in studio with us uh, today our guest, Vicki McGee, Master Communicator and Bible Teacher, um, retired from Campus Crusade, where she and her husband, uh, Jim, of 45 years, actually served 29 of those 45 at Campus Crusade. Vicki, so good to have you with us today. Thank you, Kathy. It's good to be here. So we want to know, we want to get to know you a little bit. So tell us about your childhood. Where did you grow up? What was life like for you as a child? Okay, I was born in Odessa, Texas, and then I moved to Abilene, Texas when I was in second grade. So I am a born and bred Texan. Oh, and true. Oh, we like that. Um, in Abilene, my dad owned a gasoline station, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. We were probably what you would call the uh, Harriet and Ozzy. Of course, a lot of people may not know what that is. Oh, yes. <laughs> or Leave It to Beaver family. Yes. Uh, you know, my mom was at home and cooked the meals and had dinner for us at night, and my dad worked hard. Uh, my mom was very involved in all of our activities. Um, I am the middle child of three. Uh, I'm the only girl. I have an older brother and a younger brother. My younger brother resides in heaven now. Um, and so we were just the typical, what you would think of. Um, kind of like my family. Yes. You know, you just... The mom just keeps everything stuck together. Correct. You know, we just, when things come apart, then the mom puts it back together. Exactly. You know, one of the things I always love to know, find out is how do you meet Jim McGee? Uh, you know, that makes such a big difference <laughs> in our life. Well, we were freshmen at the University of Texas at Arlington. At the time, it was called Arlington State. Um, I was unofficially engaged to another guy. <gasps> yes, scandalous. Uh, from high school, and of course, got to college and went, "Wow, there's a lot of fish in the pond." <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy Gee is one of them. Huh? Yes, and he stood out. Uh, met him right off the bat, the first week of our year in college, and uh, began to think, hmm, you know, he's kind of interesting and fun. And probably one of the things that attracted to me, me to him was that he was very open about his faith mm-hmm. and his walk with Jesus. And um, that's one of the first things that we did was he invited me to go to church with him. So um, that just began a relationship. Uh, it's funny. I asked him last night. I said, uh, how did you propose to me? Yeah, that I'd like to <laughs> And he said, well, he said, I think we just spent a lot of time together, a lot of involvement, particularly in church activities. And we were also involved in crusade in college and just decided that, you know, one day it's just kind of like, oh, we think we want to 
see about investing our lives together. Mm. And uh, we actually went in and talked to our pastor of the church that we had been attending about, you know, we really are feeling like the Lord is leading us together and we love each other, and but we're young. Mm-hmm. This was in our sophomore year, mm-hmm. and both sets of parents were not real thrilled about this young couple wanting to get married. But the pastor just said... I think, you know, you need to pray about it, and if you don't feel like you've got marriage in the future in the next year, then you need to break up and spend some time apart because, you know, it's just difficult, mm-hmm. temptation. And anyway, beginning of our junior year, we got married. You know, I love how you said that he was real upfront with his faith, and I love Christian men who you know that they love the Lord. You can see it in the way they spend their time. You can see it in the jokes that they tell, Mm -hmm. in the words that they use, in the light in their face. And, you know, whenever you have to go and ask someone, are you a Christian? Mm, You know, it always kind of makes me go, that's, you know, that's not the kind of Christian I want to be. Now, I don't want someone who's going to beat me up with their words or throw Bible at me every time, but someone who you just can see it in their countenance and the way they live. There is something really special about those Christian men who are just like, Christ with with flesh on. I love that. Exactly. Well, that was that was two year courtship then. About it was about it. Well, we, we there was a period in there when I said to Jim, he had been dating two other girls besides me, and I oh. said, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to date some other guys, and you decide whether I'm the one or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, I like it. Firm hand, okay. I, I, I think Van and I dated three years before we got married, and uh, um, he asked me to marry on the telephone. He was in California, and I was <laughs> in Lufkin, and he, he called me up on the phone and said, I'm coming in, and I want us to get married. And I said, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so anyway, we talked about it. and so, uh, But we knew it was just, trying to pick the right time to make it the right thing and yeah. have all the problems solved of what you're going to do and who mm-hmm. you're going to do it. But, you know, it is, um, it is exciting. What brought you and Jim to Austin? Well, when Jim graduated, we were already married. He, we moved to Oklahoma City because he had a degree in architecture. And then in the early 80s where we had the uh, interest rate went up to 20%, yes. not like today, um, he got laid off. We moved back to his hometown. He got involved in retailing. And from there, we came to Austin because his parents' small department store could not support his mom mm-hmm. and dad and us. Mm-hmm. And by then, we had two children. Um, so we decided that he needed to do something that would bring in more income. And so he came to work in Austin at Bell's department store. Bell's department store. Uh-huh. That's how I met Jim. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't um, realize that. Yes. I, I, you know, I, I knew him at a distance. Uh, in fact, sometime I'll tell, a, tell you a funny story about what happened with Jim. But uh, the, in those days, uh, it was tough. My husband was a real estate broker. And, boy, I'll tell you, 20% right. interest, interest is devastating. Exactly. And so I fully understand that. But God had another purpose for you coming to Austin. What was that? Well, after we'd been here a couple of years and realized that working in retailing would take all of Jim's time, and at that time the blue law was repealed, which meant that stores would then be opened on Sunday, 
and that meant he had to work on Sundays. So mm-hmm. we began to pray about, Lord, is this what you want for our young family? And as we prayed, we had Sunday school teachers that were involved in Crusade Campus. It's now called Crew, if I'm going to be politically correct. But anyway, and they challenged us to, Mm -hmm. as we were praying about what to do with our future, would we consider Campus Crusade for Christ? And I remember Jim's first reaction was, well, you know, I'm not a preacher mm-hmm. and I'm not a music director. And they said, well, you don't have to be. Use what you know as a Christian and as your training and minister to other men, Christian men that are in the business community. And so after praying about it and God did some miraculous things, we ended up applying and got accepted to Campus Crusade. You know, that um, is so uh, precious that the Lord puts us in those hard places sometimes or allows them to happen. Exactly. Uh, so often, the hardship that comes in our life is by our own choices. But, you know, there are times that the Lord just, you know, opens a door or closes a door and we have to go somewhere else. So, well, y'all have spent a lot of years counseling young women or you have in teaching Bible studies. Uh, what do you see are some of the greatest needs that women have today, Vicki? As I've worked with women, I think some of the greatest needs they have, such as self-esteem, their value and worth as a woman, who they are as women, uh, because culture has one definition of what a woman is and how a woman a beauty. If they don't know the Word of God, they can be devastated, depressed, They need to know what the scripture says about who they are in Christ Mm -hmm. and where their self-value comes from and where their worth comes from. So that's one of the things I have enjoyed doing is working with women is to help them see, don't live by the lies of the world. Mm -hmm. Go and see what is true about who you are in Christ that Christ says, you are my beloved, that I, I, in Zephaniah 3.17, he says, I rejoice over you with singing. That's what's true. And so many women want to be valued and worth. And I say, you can find love and acceptance for who you are in Jesus Christ. You won't find it in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, that um, is so true for us who do counseling and uh, instruction and reaching and teaching. Uh, but it is really hard for that young homemaker sometimes to get a grasp of that because we have this romantic idea that it, once we get married to the right guy, everything's going to work out and there are not going to be any problems. And, you know, here, Miss Cassie's a lot younger than we are. Uh, <laughs> well, I will have to tell you, I was terrified about marriage. And it's funny, Vicki, that you said when you were in high school, you were engaged. And now it was <laughs> someone different than Jim. So you had to make a tough choice there and break that off. But, um, you know, Eric and I were high school sweethearts. We have been dating since we were 17 years old. And so we are coming up on dating for almost 30 years, you know, in a few more years, we'll have been together 30 years, you know, we'll, we'll be together for longer than we have been apart. And, um, 
But it took me seven years uh, for him seven to get years. me in front of a pastor and say, <laughs> I do. And I mean, it, you know, it was the best decision of my life other than accepting Christ as my Savior. It was the best decision saying, Why did yes. it take so long? You know, I had seen so much divorce and I just was not convinced that I could, the person who I met in high school, that that would be the person who I'd be with for the rest of my life because it just seemed so unlikely, so very Mm -hmm. unlikely. And I think it's those areas that God works that seem so unusual or unlikely, things that you would not have chosen, that God then chooses for you and um, so Eric was very patient with me, and he continues to be very patient for me. I think the the years that we've been to get together, 80% uh, him because of what an incredible guy he is, and, and 20% me just kind of groping around and trying to do the right thing. Well, you know, one of the things that happens in all of that is is the way the Lord teaches us to trust him, Vicki. Exactly. I know. Trusting him and learning his promises and that he is faithful uh, and choosing to believe the word of God. And, and knowing that in all things, he can get us through the tough times, I think, is, is one of the hardest um, things for young mothers uh, to learn today. It's tough times are going to come, but uh, he has what it takes to plan in our hearts to help when the brokenness comes or wounding uh, comes. We do need to take our break. Uh, Kathy, let's do that. When we come back, I want to find out what really broke your heart. Vicki, right after this. Stay with us. Okay. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. 
If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 AM, today's Christian Talk. And welcome back. It's great to be with you on this beautiful day. This is Kathy Enderbrock in studio with Evelyn Davison and our very special guest, Vicki McGee. And Vicki, so we know that you are a master communicator and Bible t- teacher. We know that you have spent years counseling young women and teaching Bible studies, um, 25 years with National Day of Prayer, 29 years with Campus Crusade. You have had Jim McGee standing by your side and you by his for 45 years, an idyllic upbringing, uh, you know, wonderful college experience, wonderful man that you married, committed your lives to Campus Crusade, teaching women. And, you know, sometimes, you know, Evelyn, you've said that the Lord doesn't let us teach something until we know it and believe it. And you know what? I know sometimes you don't know that you truly believe something until you get in a tough situation and you have to see, do you act truly on what you believe or does everything crumble under your feet? And we are talking today about God's passion for healing wounded and broken hearts. And Evelyn, you took us out letting Vicki know that when we came back, we were going to find out what has broken her heart and wounded her heart. And so, Vicki, we want to hear from you on this about um, how the Lord has worked in your life through some devastating experience. Yes. Um, in June of 2012, we got a horrific, horrible phone call from my daughter that our 17-month-old grandson, it was her fourth child, uh, had drowned in their backyard swimming pool. And it was devastating to us, but and it was hard to deal with as we watched her and our son-in-law and the other three children um, go through this and deal with this. And the pain was excruciating. Um, and it really, for me personally, caused me to take a good hard look at my foundation of my Christian life and faith and what I believed. I guess I had always thought, you know, you serve the Lord for 29 years and then something devastating like this happens. Um, The Psalm 42 expressed my heart at this time, and it is, Why, oh my soul, are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? You put your hope in God. Yet will I praise him, my Savior and God. That expressed where I was at. And I have spent um, probably a year after that of just really being angry and bitter. Um, thinking, I've done all this for you, Lord, and then this yes. is what we get. Um, why? A baby? Innocent, a lot of questions of why, 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 and it just, and God was so patient. And, you know, I have seen as a Christian how important it is for us to pray for our friends because I know that I'm sitting here today. God healing and bringing about new life 
because of the prayers that were prayed for us. But it just took time for me to really work through my own grief and anger. Um, God was patient, and he just slowly brought me back. I, I can't put it any other way. But it took getting back into the Word. It took getting back into reading Scripture. And this year, he gave me Isaiah 43, um, I think it's 16 and 17, and it says, Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. It's now rising up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a path in the wasteland and streams in the wilderness. And I see that he's doing a new thing. And, you know, uh, a song that was very dear to me was Laura's story's song, Blessings. What if your blessings come in teardrops? What if healing comes? Anyway, and um, just seeing that God is there, I felt for a while he deserted us. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He's always there. And just really learning to trust him, that he mm-hmm. is sovereign and that his word is true. He never leaves us or forsakes us. Vicki, um, where did you go to get uh, help aside from just your uh, special time with the Lord in the word and in praying and, and just begging and seeking him for relief, for, for pain and all? Were there some special things maybe the Lord brought to help you get past some of the anger that you had? Um I had two friends that I would call, and they would let me vent, Mm -hmm. and they would listen, and they would let me cry, and they would say, I'm so sorry, can I pray for you? They didn't offer a scripture, didn't Mm -hmm. try to cram a scripture down my throat, um, and they they probably were the lifeline that saved me mm-hmm. um, as far as just being patient and listening and not judging me. Mm-hmm. And it just took, uh, you know, Evelyn, I guess just because the Lord was patient and he continued to put before me scriptures and books. Mm-hmm. I have a stack of books, probably um, 24 feet tall of books <laughs> that I read looking for answers. Mm-hmm. And it just finally, I, just the Lord and getting my attention that I needed to take a good hard look at my own life. That I could end up being, and we've all heard this, bitter or yes. better. And I did not want to grow up being a bitter old lady someday full of anger and hatred. I wanted God to use it mm-hmm. to redeem Brody's death uh, in my life. So... um I just came to a broken point of saying, Lord, I can't do this anymore. You're going to have to do it for me. Yeah, that is that is um, a critical time in the life of a woman, especially, because we are just built to trust. Uh, how did you perceive that Jim walked through this with you? Uh, he was always there to hold me when I would go. I can still. I, he has a study upstairs. And when yeah. it got too overwhelming, I'd go up there and just say, Jim, I've got you to, you've got to pray for me. Yeah. And um, he would let me sit in his lap mm-hmm. and put his arms around me and pray for me. Uh, 
And that's the way he comforted me. As I look back now, it was almost like a father comforting a child, mm-hmm. but it was my husband. Uh, well, that's, that's what he gives us husbands. Why he, one of the reasons he gives us husbands that are stable and kind and loving is that because there are those times, maybe not in death, but in broken relationships sometimes mm-hmm. that it's just like that, that you know, we need the physical love. Skin, yes. I used to say love with skin on it uh, when I did the TV all the time. And finally the director said one day, I think you need to change that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, but you don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, a hand, uh, a shoulder, uh, you know, a lap. Well, that's that, Evelyn, that's Jesus to me with flesh on. I agree. And see, that's what my term was, but that made me change the way I said it. (laughs) Well, you know, when we look at where we are and how God has brought us through things, uh, we look back at Scripture, as you have said, Vicki. And in this book, this new book that we've written, uh, that is out and it's available, it's called Praying and Praising Across Texas. Uh, we have ten authors, co-authors, that write uh, a chapter. And Kathy, you're one of those, and you write on the plan of God's love. Yeah. And Vicki, yours was the very foundation upon which uh, prayer is uh, so much a part of our life, and that is Second Chronicles 7.14, um, which is uh, the, mm, it's the handle that National Day of Prayer has hung, people have hung their hearts and hands on for so long. And it says this, if you will, I will. I want us to talk about that because you wrote it so beautifully and so powerfully. Uh, people don't understand when you're in a hard time, you have a broken heart or you have a broken, uh, a wounded heart. Why doesn't God fix it right now? Why doesn't he do that right now? Well, I think lots of times he's he's wanting to do something in our own heart. Um, just like the scripture, Second Chronicles 7.14, that you just, uh, if you will, I will. And it takes a taking a good hard look at our own heart. That's what it took for me to begin to really begin to get some healing in the tragedy of our grandson applies to what we do today in our in our country, in our state. If you will, I will. But there's a condition. And I think God was waiting for me, particularly in my tragedy, to where I was finally ready to hear him tell me some things about my own heart. Mm-hmm. And when I finally began to take a good hard look at my heart and Focus on me, not everybody else that was involved in this situation. He began to then bring me healing and replace my sorrow with joy. Your sorrow with joy. Well, that's what he's in the business of doing. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from our break. We need to hear from some of our good sponsors. But let me tell you again the title of the book uh, and how they can get it, Uh, Kathy. It's called Praying and Praising Across Texas. And you can just go to ndpaustin.org, and you can get that online. We look forward to see, get, <laughs> being back with you in just a minute. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? 
If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at the Bridge, 11:20 a.m. Today's Christian Talk. And welcome back. It's good to be with you in the studio today. This is Kathy Enderbrock, and with me is Evelyn Davison. We are talking about God's passion for healing wounded and broken hearts. Our special guest, Vicki McGee, has been uh, sharing with us what God has done in her life through a very difficult loss, uh, drowning of a most beloved um, grandson at only 17 months old. And Vicki, I love that you said I had to choose at one point whether I wanted to be bitter or better. And with the excruciating pain, the anger and the bitterness, God was very patient with you. He brought friends to pray with you, your husband to pray with you, to walk through this this time with you, to walk through this grief um, and allow uh that comfort and scripture and his word and his time with you to bring about healing and to redeem this. And, you know, Evelyn, you introduced then our praying and praising across Texas. And I would just like to say, you know, this has made me think, do I want to be bitter about what is happening in our state or do I want it to get better? Yeah. And uh, our pastor last Sunday, he said, 
Who blames the house if it is dark? Why would you blame a house if it's dark? Why don't you blame the people who are not turning the lights on in that house? So if we are blaming our nation for being where it is, we are blaming something that does not have responsibility. We must, we must look to those who are to be turning the lights on. And who is it that's supposed to be light? Well, God calls us to be salt and light. Mm-hmm. And that is what this book, Praying and Praising Across Texas, is all about. It is about the salt and light coming together in prayer, seeking his face. And Evelyn, you directed us to uh, this chapter in Second Chronicles about if my, uh, where God says, if my people would um, humble themselves, who would turn from their wicked ways, who would come together in prayer and seek my face. And I would say one of the most critical issues today in Texas um, is this issue of trust. Mm-hmm. whether it is trusting in God or trusting in, in our leaders. And I just I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Well, one of the things that, um, that is so um, important when we go through hard times and we don't get the answers we want, and that's one of the reasons I think, Vicki, that people uh, don't spend a lot of time praying is because they don't uh, get the answer they want and they say, well, it doesn't work. So what we begin to... Uh, really be concerned about is what you were talking about, uh, Kathy, is that the light has got to come on across the state of Texas and our nation to the point that we can see God working. And one of the scriptures that we, uh, one of the chapters was written by Dr. Steve Washburn, and his was looking and seeing God at work. And with Paul's scripture, I pray the eyes of your heart might see God doing something. And so as we were thinking about that and thinking about, well, how, you know, why is it that people don't pray? They don't know how. And so that's how the Lord led us to write this book, to give a strategic plan for us all pray on the same day for a given number of days for the same specific scripture and the same specific need. But there had to be a very basic bottom line understanding of how God was going to hear and how he was going to listen. And so we took it all from Second Chronicles 7.14, which happened at a time uh, in King David's life, in Solomon's life, when things weren't going well. And suddenly, Jonathan had a wake-up affair with God. And so God spoke to him. And began, and it began to change the way government was worked. And so what Dr. Steve Washburn said was, I pray the, Paul said, I pray the eyes of your, eyes of your heart might see God in what he's doing. Well, we won't see him in what he's doing until we learn to connect with him. And so we chose to start with the scripture, Second Chronicles 7.14. And I want us to walk through that, Vicki, and teach it a little bit because you teach it so well. Okay. Well, it says, if my people, mm-hmm. and that, who is who are my people? We are those that are believers, followers of Christ. Um, if my people, and that's what really hit me is, you know, we want to blame the government. We want to blame the leaders that we're not getting what we want. But God says, if my people who are called by my name will do what? Humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. It's all addressed to us, the followers of Christ, 
that we need to humble ourselves and take a look at our own heart and what's in our heart. And I think as church people, we can be very self-righteous. We go to church. We do what we think, you know, we do outwardly all the right things, but what about our heart? Get our heart right and humble to his, his leadership. Take a good hard look. Anger, bitterness, resentment. Um, but it takes a humbling of yourselves to be willing to do that. One of the things that's so hard to do is come to that point of surrender. Uh, we mentioned earlier that Dan Patrick, in his opening message or his, you know, introduction of himself, last uh, this past week at the inauguration, is he he said, "I am a Christian first. And then he named some other things he lost. Mm-hmm. But the thing that he did say was this. I'm a servant. I'm a servant. So even in good times and in bad times, we still have to have that servant attitude. And that comes with humility. When we give God the opportunity to begin to do the work that he needs to do in our own lives and in the lives of others. And so when we look at America today, they don't understand that. Most Americans do not understand this principle where God says, if you will do this, then I will do this. If you will humble yourself, and we have so much pride in this nation, Mm. in Texas. You know, we talk about it. Boy, we're from Texas. Well, it just is one of those things that has to be accomplished and refined or defined and refined if we're going to hear from God. And that is what this whole book is about is first of all we humble ourselves we seek him how is it that we seek him Vicky? we seek him too often I think we seek him for what he can do rather than seek him who he is that he is God he is supreme and that we are only where we are because of him and what he's done in our lives. So that's the humbling, that's the submission, that's the yielding. But to seek him, I think as I studied for this chapter, it really hit me that how often we go seeking what we want from him, Mm -hmm. what we want him to do, rather than seeking him and saying, Lord, here I am, just like you said, servant, What does that look like, Lord? What do you want to do in my life? But I'm here for you. It's not what can you do for me, which is, I think, what we so often do. But seeking him, to me, is humbling ourselves and listening. He says, seek my face. Look at me straight in the eyes, what it means. You know, did your mother ever say to you or your dad say, look me in the eye and tell me, you know, the truth? Mm -hmm. I, I tell my girls, look at my face. Yes. I need to. I need you to be looking at my face. Yes. Well, and I think when we look at God's face, then we see the holiness and righteousness, and we see ourselves. That's absolutely. And that's what he, the next thing he says is to, after he says, "Humble yourself, seek my face, turn from your way, and let me guide you, let me empower you." How did that happen for you, Vicky? When I seek his face and I humble myself, then he is the one who takes over. And he is the one that enables me 
to see other people through his eyes. I don't see the arrogant outward behavior, but I see a heart that needs Jesus. Mm -hmm. I see a heart that's hurt and wounded. So when I seek him, he gives me his eyes. Mm -hmm. He gives us eyes to see, and that's what Dr. Washman wrote about it. Pray the eyes of your heart will see God in this. Don't look at the problems. And isn't it wonderful how sometimes he just changes what we want? Where there is a concern that we have or something we're pursuing and we commit things to him. And then the desire for that thing, it is is gone. I I mean, I have just been dumbfounded before where there was something I wanted so badly. That's what I was asking for. That's what I was seeking. And then when I finally said, Lord, your will, I want what you want. It just the desire for that initial thing just went away. It was So it's neat how he changes our hearts where he's asking us to turn from our wicked ways. Mm-hmm. There are some things that it takes a lot of work. Some oh, wicked ways, they're, they're bad habits. Mm-hmm. They're things that have really gotten their claws into us. Because as you were saying earlier uh, on one of our breaks, Vicki, Satan is out to kill and destroy. He wants the end of our life. But God wants our life and, and our good life. And so I love that the, that the book is focusing on this chapter and teaching us how to have that good life. And it is from seeking God. It is from praying together. It is from turning for the, from those wicked ways. Well, in the book, we have 49 days of doing that. And with a scripture each day out of the message, which helps us better understand what God's saying to us. And then after 49 days of just laying our heart before him and learning to trust him and know him, Know his word. We go back through for another 49 days and thank him for the, what he, and it's, it's done in such a way that you, you record it and you know it and then you do begin to see the eyes of the Lord upon you. Well, Vicki, we don't thank you so much for being with us today. Tell us how our friends can get in touch with you. You can get in touch with me through my email address, which is Vic McGee, that's V-I-C, M-C-G-E-E at yahoo.com. Okay. Yahoo.com. Yes, ma'am. Well, we certainly thank you for sharing your heart today. Is it broken or is it healed? It's healing. healing. It's healing. That's what that you, is the secret. There's a promise with that Second Chronicles 7.14. If we do our part, then he says, I will heal your, your land. land. He's healing my heart. He's healing your heart. You know, it is exciting when we think about that, but there are just many of those that are listening to us today that have no idea what we're talking about. And it is an invitation for you to come to know him and to receive him and learn to trust him. And it's very, very simple. It's like the ABC formula that we talk about, Kathy. Number one, A, is that you believe, you accept the fact that you cannot help yourself. That sin has a grip on your life, and the only way to have that removed is to go to the cross. And pick up his life. And the B is that you believe that he loves you. He did that. Jesus came and died because he loves you. And that love will never run dry. And then the C is that you confirm your love for him or your trust for him or your willingness to change and believe in him so that he can begin to come in through the power of his Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, I'm going to go away, but I'm going to send another one that's going to fill your heart, that will heal your broken heart, your wounded heart. You can do that where you are right now 
You can get on your knees or you can stand and put your hands toward heaven. But ask him to come into your life and begin to make you a life like what Vicky's talked about today. We do thank you for joining us. We pray that you'll uh, check us out on the web. We are at www.lovetalknetwork.com. Or you can check us out at ndpaustin.org and uh, get a copy of the book. Uh, go to uh, ndpaustinshop.org and it'll take you right to the book, to the site. But in the meantime, we pray this week that as you are troubled, as your heart is hurting, or you are excited about what God's doing, that you will trust Him in the way that He's doing it and look forward to the sweetness of His love and His Spirit every day. Join us again next week for Love Talk. Thank you.